Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. I like 24. I think it's been good to me the past, like, <clears throat> shit, five years. Um, Which location you go to, though? Uh, I go to the one off the Heights. It's a newer one. So they put, like, the turf in there, and it's nice. Like, I, I've really, like, it's never really that packed. I don't really have to wait on machines too much. Everyone, or, like, I shouldn't say machines, like, anything, like, you know, treadmill, stair climber, benches, weights. I mean, it's pretty fair when it comes to the amount of people and the traffic in there. Um, but I've just recently come across a couple people that have told me, just ranted and raved about Lifetime. And they'll talk about how, you know, there's a, a lady we brought in <clears throat> for the interview, um, for the realtor interviews that I do. And she was telling us about her her husband will go up there, work out, and then sit and work for a couple hours. And then kind of like head out. And I like that idea. Like, I think that'd be cool if I if I was able to kind of take some stuff up there. And But I just would never do that at 24 because it's not a multi-purpose facility. It's just like a gym. Uh, it's got the the lap pool or the, the Olympic pool, the sauna, the steam room, which I love the sauna. But there's not really like anything else. There's no like areas at all or like, you know, no food really, anything like that. It's just a gym. So... I kind of like that idea of moving to like a multi-purpose like area because I do work from home. So it would make sense for me to kind of go up there and then I can spend like half the day up there some days if I wanted to and get work done. But I can't, I can't fucking throw that cost dude. That's like, it's like a $200 cost. I think per person it's fucking stupid and I pay like 50 right now. So how do I justify that? Yeah, dude, I, I got lucky with my, like my buddy and like we got on that plan. So it's really cool, but I mean, the one closest to you would be the the city center one, though, huh? I think so. Either that or the the Greenway. I'm not sure if that's the same, but um, Greenway is. Let's see. Directions. I mean, Greenway is like 20 minutes. It's south, so it I probably would be bad. the city. It would be the city center one, I think. Um, see, because yeah. I've jumped around, bro. Like, so I had lifetime a while ago. And then they they did like the price change because I was under like I think it was like under twenty one twenty seven or something. Mm. It was like uh, fifty dollars, well sixty bucks. And then out of nowhere, dude, that shit went from sixty bucks to one hundred and fifty. So I was like, man, I'm gonna spend one hundred and fifty bucks. Like, nah. So I had canceled it, dude. I tried twenty four. I tried L A. I tried Fitness Connection. Fitness Connection was actually like the most surprising. Because really? the finished connection, yeah, the finished connection by my house. I mean, it's only ten bucks, and it was pretty cool. Like the they had everything I needed except finding the waste was a hassle. If it was kind of busy, but other than that, dude, fitness connection was like the most surprising one. Hmm. But dude, the one thing that made me switch from twenty four to like, cause I was I was stuck at twenty four. It wasn't too too bad. The machines were super shitty. Like they were super old. Well, there was one time, bro, I had to use the restroom. And I walk into the restrooms, and they're gross. Oh, I thought you were going to say there's, like, shit on the floor or something like that. Dude, like, yeah, like, like yeah, t- that type of gross. Yeah, the one near me is is newer, and it's nice. Um, but I was also, the other thing I was talking to this this lady about in regards to her husband was, you know, I've been looking kind of for 
almost like a sense of community, like gym in a way. Like I want like, I don't want to say gym friends, but almost like accountability friends where it's like, hey, I'm going to go at 5 p.m. every day because Jeff, Jordan and Timothy are going to be there. And I told them, you know, I was going to be there. At five, you know what I mean? Like, and you build like a sense of community and because I don't really have anybody at 24. I just go and do my business and leave. So it's it's kind of weird that you say that because like fitness connection and like 24 is just like you're literally, you're literally there and like headphones in and like that's it. Oh, yeah. But like I've gone to Lifetime because I've been in Lifetime for a couple of years. So like around the, like the same time every day, you see the same people like legit, bro every day and it's like you just kind of like what's up bro type thing and it's pretty cool because like there's sometimes like where and i'm like I'm, I'm i'm like knocking out like you know a heavy set and like i'll struggle and i'll see one of the guys that are just like randomly come and just like oh come on bro two more and, like you're kind of just like that's yeah, kind of weird bro. i like, love that, fuck dude. that shit. like come on dude let's go i love that it's shit. like all right cool or, like you know like man like dudes will just come up to you like hey like what are you hitting today and it's like oh today's chest day it's like hell yeah bro like make sure you like and it's kind of corny and like to think about it, but that shit kind of is like, bro, fuck yeah. No, like, I love that. Out. That's exactly what I look forward to because it's, I mean, it, you're right. Like people view it as corny, but it, it's like, look, going to the gym is already fucking hard. Like yeah. nobody really wants to go to the gym, right? Like if, if you, if you had all the equipment at your house, it's not that nobody wants to work out. It's going to the gym is such a struggle sometimes like time wise. You think about like, for me, it's a 15-minute drive there and back. That's 30 minutes, man. That's for me. I could sit down, and if I had all the equipment at home, I'd do a workout at home, and just that would save my 30 minutes right there. I'd cut my time in half. I'd save a ton of time doing that over the course of a week. So every little thing that adds to the experience of going to a gym helps, man. So like somebody who like walks over to you and says, good set, or you know, what are you doing today, or that sense of community, man, it feeds that, that like, man, I'm excited to go to the gym because otherwise it's just a place that has the equipment that you wish you had at your house. Yeah. And to be honest, it's different gyms have different people. I know yeah. the 24 is kind of like the meathead bros. Like they're kind of <laughs> yeah. just assholes about there's, things. There's like, a couple of them, yeah. <laughs> dude, like if you go up to them, it's like, Hey dude, I, I don't really, you know, do deadlifts. Like, what do you recommend? And they kind of just looked at you like, you don't deadlift, bro. And it's like, <laughs> nah, dude, that's why I'm here. You know, like I'm trying to learn. Yeah. And at, at a lifetime, dude, they'll come up to you. It's like, hey, dude, like, have you have you been deadlift? Like, and they don't do it in a rude way. And, and it's like, it's happened multiple times where it's just like, hey, dude, like, come on, like, let me show you. And it's like, Form what sucks. the fuck? Huh? Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, dude, like, you're going to get hurt. Then, like, that's pretty yeah. much what it is. There's like, hey, and I've seen like, there's a couple guys there that they're always there. And you can kind of tell like. They have like a little group of like, you know, they kind of help out different people and like they'll come up to you like, hey, dude, like, you want me to help you out? And it's like, yeah, can you, bro? Like, please, like, <laughs> I'm trying to get stronger and not hurt. And they're pretty cool about shit, dude. And like, I really like the people at, at Lifetime. Yeah, I've been I've been really, you know, trying to make that switch. I, again, just can't justify the cost. But excuse me. Um, Yeah, I just I think it would be cool, man. Like there's there's. I've enjoyed 24. Like I like, I like the a lot about it. I, I don't feel like the the machines are gross or anything like that, or the bathrooms or anything. like. There's no real deterrent. It's just, I just kind of want more, you know. Like I want more. I want, and I don't. And my roommate is really, really. Uh, both of them uh, do Olympic weightlifting, so it's not like they lift in the Olympics. It is a weight. It's a style of lifting weights. It's called Olympic weightlifting. 
um, and there's specific gyms for it. So both of them go to Olympic weightlifting gyms and they have that community that I'm seeking. I don't really have an interest in doing CrossFit or Olympic weightlifting or whatever else, like bodybuilding. I don't have any interest in that kind of stuff. So there's like little niche gyms for different types of lifting and i just haven't found the one for me yet but i think the most important thing is just fucking staying consistent man and just chatting with people about it because eventually you'll find somewhere that you enjoy going i'm really making a push though i think i'm gonna i'm gonna buy a lot of uh, equipment i'm gonna buy like a like a cage and get the barbells and get the weights and you know put down the mats and stuff i'm gonna try it um i've ran the numbers it's not bad i think it's like you know all in if i were to really be smart about it it's like 800 bucks all in for you know all the barbell the cage the mats all the different weights the barbell weights you would need i wouldn't get any dumbbells because i don't really i mean you don't need those right like we're on a need basis right now so i would say like 800 bucks and you spend a ton on the cage everything else you can kind of in the bar itself the bar is going to be expensive that's that's the other thing because you want to get a good bar Uh, but everything else you can kind of get off facebook marketplace so i've looked at that like Man, you could get lucky and snag some some good weights pretty cheap, but the, the community is pretty too. cool. I really like Lifetime. the The other gyms I do really like is just I don't know. It's just the, those garage gyms. Mm, yeah, the hole in the walls. Yeah, they're they're fucking cool, but yeah, like with no AC. Yeah, those are the best. So it's cool, dude, because it's, it's it's grimy, like you know. You feel like you're on an episode of Hard Knocks working out for the Lions, dude. Yeah, dude. But man, they get so packed. And I don't like that. I just It does. There's I used to go to like a like a cool style gym. It was like a like an athlete sort of gym. It was one of these places that they do a lot of um it wasn't super fancy. It was very hole in the wall. Um out in Sugarland. I wish I remember the name of it, but it was one where you would do sled pushes or you go outside and climb the hill, you do bear crawls, you do it was a lot of like mobility based strength training and you know flexibility. It was neat. I enjoyed it, but why the f- like what am I training for now? Like I'm not training for anything. Yeah. For being honest, bro, I lift weights for my mental health and for the bitches. Obviously. Why else would you lift weights? If somebody can give me another reason other than your mental health. And the women in your life, please tell me. Doesn't make food taste better. Doesn't like it. Doesn't I don't know. There, there's literally no other benefits that I see to it other than those two for me. Lifetime has good eye candy too. <laughs> Stop. We gotta move, bro. We gotta move it's on. Great. But dude, it's been uh what like a week and a half, two weeks since since we've done one of these. Yeah, about a week and a half. Haters saying that we're quitting. I've been hearing the rumors that. It's like, are y'all done with the podcast? Y'all been doing this for almost, this will be three years coming up. We just passed the ISC uh, anniversary. And so David and I started this in December of 2019, I believe. So coming up on the third anniversary and people saying we quitting, we quitting, we quitting. David is getting married on Friday and we have all been um, just a little aloof we'll say a little a little um we, we in the been, wrath. yeah we, well, no no, <laughs> no david's wrath david's wrath no we uh 
just you know priorities switch around for especially for David. You know, it's difficult. It, and I've always been on his schedule. He and I have always communicated. And you're relatively new still, and like still kind of like, all right, let's let me communicate with with Alejandro over here and see what we're gonna do. Um, but we've got, dude, we've got so much to talk about that we're not even gonna cover it all. I know we aren't. So we'll just yes, touch on uh, the most recent stuff and whatever else feels feels normal. Um, let's start with this. Is there a bigger flex in this world? And I want an answer to this. Is there a bigger flex in this world than tweeting three weeks ago that the Raiders suck ass and then coming out in your coaching debut and beating them after everybody's saying you can't coach, you have no coaching experience, and you still beat the Raiders? I don't think there's a better or a bigger flex in in the world than that. <laughs> My guy needs a wheelbarrow to carry those, dude. Dude. Do you know the, the story? Uh, kind of the background of his story? So they've been trying to get him to be like a line coordinator, right? Mm. And he, he's so they've been trying to get him to coach for the Lions. I mean, for the for the Colts for a while. Mm. And he he, my man stood stood strong, kept saying no until he got a head coaching job. It <laughs> is wild though that he. Dude. I loved his press conference when they. Amazing. Yeah, when he came out, he was like, he was just very honest. Like, look, I may suck at this, but I'm gonna try. Like, nobody's gonna tell me, and that should be a life message for. So many people is like, you may suck at this, but try. If you're no good at it, then just like he said, you know, I'll see you later. But at least I tried. And I love that energy. I think people feed off of that. Dude, and he made great points about like, he's been around champions, Hall of Famers. He's seen great coaches. He's seen Peyton Manning, bro, which damn near is a coach. So, I mean, I can see why they made him a head coach. That guy just fucking spoke. He had me one over on that speech, dude. I, dude, I know did. that locker room is fucking fighting for that motherfucker right there. Dude. Oh, you, yeah. Bro. You saw it in that game. You did. You did see it in the game. And it was it was a good game. I mean, Jonathan Taylor finally back, man. I mean, for, for fuck's sake, dude. He's been gone long enough. But 147 yards finally in a tud. Thank God. He's supposed to be the run? MVP this year. That touchdown run? My it's man nasty. was going, dude. It's nasty. It was a highest paid offensive line and the MVP yeah. candidate, and they're four, five, and one. They were three and five until they fired all the all the boys. That line looked a lot different this game. It did. The post looked a little bit bigger. You know, QB had a little bit more time. Look, all the people that are hating on him because he doesn't have head coaching experience or he doesn't have much coaching experience, honestly, at all. Um, I don't hate that, man. I don't hate that. I, people hate on Jim Irsay. I don't. I don't. I don't hate that. I don't hate the hire. I. Um, I think. Look at the end of the day, you answer one question: What's the goal of any head coach in the NFL? Win football games. It's the goal. So, if you want to bring in some, you know, young buck that is, you know, all X's and O's and lives behind a spreadsheet and. You know, this is the real money ball standard type way of going about it, like we've really seen recently. I I just feel like I don't hate this hire because it's the complete opposite opposite of that. And he said he's like, look, I've been around winners. I know how to win. Like, what's the goal? The goal is to win. And so I know how to do that. Now, if I if if my way doesn't work after nine weeks, I think he gets nine weeks. Um, see ya. But I respect the hell out of that, man. It's like, don't don't try and beat them at their own game. Like, you know, play your own game and see if you can beat them that way. 
So I I respect him, man. I love Jeff Saturday. I didn't really I wasn't huge on him on ESPN, but now that he's been doing this, dude, and I watched him on on Pat McAfee earlier. He's just, dude. He's just so authentic in in a world that is filled with so much inauthentic people. It's just rooting for him now, dude. Dude, yeah, it's so nice and refreshing to see somebody who's just like, I'm just gonna tell you how I see it. It's just how it's gonna be. I respect the hell out of him. Yeah, and I mean the the thing about people like that, like let's say you don't like your manager and your manager tells you work a little bit harder, you're really gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna work any harder for you, dude. Just liking. The person that that's telling you what to do is a huge thing. Oh yeah, and I know that locker room fucking loves him right now. It's oh, hard yeah. not to. So you you know the Colts are going to be playing extra hard. They're going to be running extra fast, and they're super motivated because now they got something to prove. Yeah, I mean they they they're one in five. Prior to this, they were one in five in the last five games. And they were, I mean, they lost their last, oh, I'm sorry, they were two and five in their last five games. They beat the Jags and they beat the Broncos. So they're in the last three games they've lost, Titans, Commanders, and then we know the Patriots game where they had like negative one yard or whatever in the first half. thought it was kind of interesting that they started Matt Ryan, but I don't hate that either because, dude, it's Matt Ryan. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? You're going to start Sam Ellinger over Matt Ryan? Like, this was, this was yeah. the big free agent thing for y'all what is this so i'm glad the offensive line stepped up i'm glad they gave matt ryan another chance dude i just this team has been really strange since the beginning man i just have not understood how they were so bad they were supposed to be so good so i'm happy for them yeah they do have a lot of pieces but dude yeah the highest paid offensive line they've got jonathan taylor matt ryan you know they got they got the wide receivers their defense is stacked at least it was last year I don't know how many pieces they lost there, but just didn't look like themselves. So I'm really happy for Jeff Saturday, dude. Yeah, Saturday turned had, into Sundays, bro. Matt Ryan had 38 rushing yards. I didn't think it was that many. Bro, that man's moving. <laughs> Better than uh than Tom Brady, bro. Tom Brady. Wow. With the, <laughs> I didn't catch much of that game, but what was up with that trying to catch that pass, bro? He's like, that was so bad. That <laughs> man. Did, did you see what he tweeted about it? No, what'd he say? It was like if I didn't slip, I would have uh, I would have mossed him, and it would have been a TD. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a good attitude about it, right? Like you have yeah. to. Either that, or you just get grilled. Now he's gone through enough grilling. I'm not sure if we covered the whole Giselle stuff, but man, oh man, I feel bad for him. Um, it's a tough, tough deal for him, but I'm glad he has a. He's a little bit happier now. He Do can I win know? some football games. Him and the other old guy, Aaron, dude. Aaron, man, they couldn't win a football game for the longest time. So I don't know if you had anything to say about Tom Brady, but I kind of want to talk about the Packers. No, I mean, he, he's 2-0 and since the, the divorce. And <laughs> she seems like she moved on, so. Oh, has she? Yeah, she was spotted with the guy. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. You're New boyfriend. Up. Let's take a look here. Yeah, Spotted on a date. It wasn't on the beach, right? I am not going to... 42-year-old spotted going on a date with jiu-jitsu instructor. So it's her jiu-jitsu instructor. Oh, bro, that is literally... I mean, name name that story where the wife, the wife and the husband break up and then the wife goes with the fitness trainer, bro. Yeah. Come on. That's so bad. 
Oh, I feel bad for the kiddos because I was one of those kiddos at one point. Not Tom Brady and Giselle, but <laughs> at one point I was one of those kiddos. So I feel bad for them. I hope it's it's all right. But mom's sleeping with the jujitsu instructor. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, damn. Crazy. All right. Well, good for her, I guess. We'll just see. I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with um, with Tom. Then I'm sure Tom will pull somebody out that's uh, not really. One more years of Tom Brady after this now. I don't know. Do you think he's gonna play football for for a long time? You think he's still gonna keep going? Was it uh was it Colin Cowherd that made the the Forty Niners uh, are setting up for a Tom Brady thing? Oh no! Did he really? I think it was him. Oh and it my was, god! It was kind of funny. I don't know if it was. I think it was Colin. They're getting a passing uh, running back in CMC because you know Tom, Tom Brady likes those screens. Debo Samuel, the line. Like, I wouldn't be mad at it, dude. I wouldn't mind saying. I mean, that, that was his uh, his hometown team. Yeah, I, I mean, what do you do about Trey Lance then? I don't what know. Do you do? You, would you? Can you really say no to Tom Brady? Uh, I think he can. What if he tells you it was just for one year? You, you, I would bench Trey Lance for one year and let him yeah, develop behind would, Tom Brady. Yeah, I'd put him. I'd put him behind Tom Brady for sure. For a year. I, for a like, year. Yeah. Um, I mean, we still don't know what to make of Trey Lance. You know, like it's he hasn't really played enough. Um, so I don't, I don't know what to make of him. But I mean, dude, if you think about it, you got a great tight end. I mean, you know, that's like a Gronk mirror where he could he could block like a motherfucker. Kittle could block really well. Mm. Great tight end. Then you have pass catchers on the back. I mean, you got McCaffrey. Then you got Debo Samuel, which is like fucking running back slash receiver. They got pretty good weapons too, dude. This website, it's mirror.co.uk. It's uh, pulled up this article. I'm, I'm not going to read it now, but the headline, one of the headlines here for Jeff Saturday's NFL legend slams Indianapolis Colts owner for hiring, quote, drinking buddy as new head coach. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I wonder what, like, this must be how it feels when I read um, like political articles and somebody who like understands politics as heavily as I understand sports, like looks at that and goes, okay, what is this? Yeah. So, but uh, I did see some, it looks like Colin is really just the one that's pushing it. And that sounds about right. Uh, scraping for ratings. <clears throat> um, but I, I don't hate it. I don't hate him moving. I, I think it'd be kind of silly for him to bring it up now. You know, they're they're trying to win over there, bro. They're in a win now mode. I mean, Lenny and, and all them, I mean, they they came back for him. So there's no yep. backup plan. I don't know who the I think Chase McDaniels is the backup, maybe. Yeah, but that'll be like next year. I I think next year that that Tampa team is gonna have to end up splitting up, you know, just cap stuff, contracts, people want bigger contracts. When Godwin did uh this last year. So I mean, to be honest. He usually does really outlandish takes, but this 49ers take is not too bad just for the fact that 49ers have like a really good win now team. And it will be poetic if Tom Brady comes and takes Jimmy G out the door. Uh, it's Blaine Gabbard as the backup, but yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> okay. What's silly to me about this discussion is, of course, if you take any team that's loaded and you say, how about we add Tom Brady to it? 
Yeah. It's like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, you know, let's take the greatest quarterback ever and add him to this sack team and see what they do. Because we saw what happened when he went to the Buccaneers, where it felt like they had every piece and then all of a sudden turn around right away. So 49ers, I've I've no doubt it'd be the same same way, but I don't know, man. That's I, I let me ask you this. If you do that and you put Trey Lance as a backup, I'm curious. You win, let's say next year. You go out, you get Tom Brady this summer, you win next year. Then in the obviously he's done after that. He said he's done. I wonder if instead of doing that, and you do Trey Lance, if you build yourself more towards a dynasty that way. You see what I'm saying? Like if you if you give Trey Lance that really, really good experience behind a team that can win a Super Bowl, if that's the true making of a dynasty right there, rather than, hey, let's bring in this QB, win one, and then after that, we'll play the game of, okay, like CMC come back or whoever else come back, Debo, you know, that that sort of thing. Like then you're trying to build while keeping everybody there and you have a different QB that, you know, oh, we won with Tom Brady last year, like, I don't really, why do I have faith in Trey Lance? You know what I mean? Like you didn't go to war with that guy. So you see yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's kind of a counter argument in a way is you might stunt the 49ers potential at a dynasty if you bring in Tom Brady. Kind of a backwards way of thinking about it, but it could be a possibility. I don't know, man. It's just, I don't think you could stunt any growth by just bringing in Tom Brady. Well, you're all that's that's right. I mean, that's why it's backwards thinking because you bring in Tom Brady. He's, I mean, the greatest quarterback to sit behind and learn from. Yeah, I, so, I also think, I mean, if if Trey Lance had a different playing style, I, I think it would have been like a no brainer, like bringing him, bringing bringing him in and learning from. Just because, I mean, we have Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, and then even Patrick Mahomes. The year he sat behind. It wasn't a mediocre quarterback that we just think about. No, Alex Smith was an MVP Alex Smith rate. was a dog, and Alex Smith knew how to prepare. And I mean, you you've seen it a lot whenever he was doing interviews, and he he always credits Alex Smith taught me how to prepare to be an NFL quarterback. Hmm. Dude, it would make a big just just having a good quarterback because I mean, backup right now in, in Tampa Bay is not going to be anything in a couple of years. You no. get somebody with, with like a good upside. And you put them, hey, you're going to learn from Tom Brady. I don't, I don't see how that would be a bad thing. I think it's only I don't either. I have no doubt that now that he is uh, a little more personally free um, <laughs> or individual, personally individual, uh, if that makes sense, that he might pursue some you know, avenues that we wouldn't have expected with Giselle in his life. So moving to San Francisco and playing for the 49ers, I don't see how that could be out of the question. Now, I don't like feeding Colin Coward rumors because I'm not a Colin Coward fan, but, you know, hey, what if, it's not what a about bad him coaching? Hmm? What about him coaching? Tom, coaching. Do you think he would ever coach or he would be too close to the game where he'd be like, nah, I'd rather just fucking throw the ball myself? Yeah, I don't think he could coach. Yeah, I just, I, I think for him it's, it comes. It's just one of those deals. It's like he's like you say, just too into it. Um, yeah, he's just one of those guys. I think just isn't built to be a coach. He's just. I don't think he can think about it. Think about it. If you go the distance 
let's say the distance is the playoffs. You make the playoffs and you lose in the first round and Tom Brady's your coach. I'm not sure he handles that post-game loss as well as maybe somebody else would that's more Jeff Saturday. (laughs) I didn't want to say seasoned, so I said Jeff Saturday. You know, just like he doesn't have that coach energy to me. You don't think uh, somebody smashing surfaces on the sideline is is what a team needs? Shit, maybe. <laughs> Did you see how the NFL told him uh, to back off, like on smashing the the surfaces? He hasn't stopped. What is this? The oh, Microsoft oh, the surfaces, the mic, yeah, the Microsoft. Yeah. They they told him like, "Hey, Tom, we're gonna have to stop smashing these." Did they surfaces. really? Yeah, they told him like, "My thing." That's it ridiculous. It's a freaking six hundred dollar piece of equipment. Like, I think it's, it's just more for the optics. Just because there's there's too many. Oh, games. because it's Microsoft and they're take, <laughs> taking Microsoft and just throwing it into the crowd. Just bashing it like it's a worthless piece of shit, dude. That's probably uh, not wrong. <laughs> if I was, um, God, what is his name? The owner of the Clippers, the Microsoft CEO. I, I don't think I would be too happy about uh, happy about that. <laughs> Seeing Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback ever, start throwing my product around like it was just a toy. What's his name? It's uh, fuck. he's got so much energy. Um, it's not Mark, is it? Uh, hold up, Clippers, Clippers coach or Clippers, uh, not Clippers coach, Clippers owner. What's his name? Hold on, David. I, I looked up uh, about. Well, I looked up how many how many has he broken, but the first thing is Tom Brady got all thirty two teams in trouble because he can't stop breaking tablets. <laughs> I oh. he's not he's not the owner anymore. I guess. I guess he sold his Steve Ballmer. Um, I guess he. Oh, did they get a fine? Oh, we got a fine. No, if if so, if anybody, so since Tom Brady does it so much, they put it as anybody. If anybody breaks them, you'll get fined. <laughs> <laughs> <It's okay>. Well, <laughs> awesome. he's uh, he's doing better though. He won this past weekend against the uh, red hot Seattle Seahawks. I'm glad the Seahawks didn't go to seven and three. Sorry to all the Seahawks fans out there, but. I wanted Tom Brady at 500. I think it makes the story of the NFL a little more interesting this year. Yeah, uh, another team that won that, honestly, I didn't expect them to win, but if they were going to win anywhere, they would win in Jerry World, and that's the Green Bay Packers. We love the Green Bay Packers. So Aaron Rodgers comes out, finally gets a fucking win, dude. Should I pick up Christian Watson for my fantasy team? should. You should. I'm not okay. a big believer in, like, picking up you know, somebody that's these hot. kinds of guys. Yeah, somebody like, like this chasing hot. points. Okay, so Jason Watson, uh, first game, blew that open wide touchdown. You know, he dropped it. Would have been a bomb. Mm-hmm. Injured. Comes back. Automatically, like, a main puzzle piece. Main puzzle piece. I mean, He's, he has to be, right? There's, like, no receivers there. This is true, but, I mean, beginning of the year, you, you could tell they were kind of scheming for him. Yeah, I mean... So, I'm not... He hasn't had a touchdown all season. He's been He had more than half his yards for the the entire season in this past weekend. And he received, I mean, a combination of the last four games combined, his total receptions was last game. So, I think... uh, 
think I'm going to hold the the Christian Watson out of this discussion. But nonetheless, I think uh, the Packers end up pulling off this win. I was very, very happy about it in OT. Um, what do we think about this? Did you catch this game? What do we think about this game? Absolutely. Okay, so, so I had a couple things. For one, it was the Dak thing. He was getting a lot of shit. And honestly, to be honest, I hate to toot my own horn. Honestly, to be honest. But CD Lamb is not a he's not it, bro. I have him on my fantasy team, so I can't I can't stand to hear that. Man at 150 he's, yards. He's not cuts. it, man. And they're not on the same page on a lot of the things, the interception. I mean he did he performed okay. CD Lamb's not it. He is not a one. And coaching is gonna always make the Cowboys lose on important games. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, I said the you know Mike McCarthy. They will go as far as Mike McCarthy will allow them, or at least his game management will allow them, because he. I have no opinion on his game preparation or X's and O's knowledge or scheme anything. I just know when it comes to clutch situations and there's pressure, Mike McCarthy makes mistakes. And honestly, a lot of the Cowboys make mistakes in those moments. Is there anybody worse at time management than him? Uh, the Raiders coach, probably. Because he just can't seem to win. And that's like been the biggest surprise of this year is how bad the Raiders are. <laughs> um, Yeah, dude, two and seven. Is it McDaniels is the coach? Yeah, Josh McDaniels. He was supposed to, he was supposed to turn them around, be an offensive guru. But... God, dude, they lost a lot of close games, bro. And close games usually are ones because of coaching. Yeah, yeah. These are, um, you know, these are these are finals right here. Uh, 19, 24 Chargers, 23, 29 Cardinals, 22, 24 Titans, uh, 29, 30 Chiefs, uh, and then 20, 27. Uh, Jaguars and last week the Colts by five points. Man, five, seven, one point, two points, six points. They're all one score. Five points. They're all one score. A lot of those that were winning in the fourth quarter, dude. They were up in the fourth quarter in a lot of those. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I mean, they they suck this year. That's just the that's just the brutal truth of it. I was hoping they'd be better, but back to Aaron Rodgers. I uh. I never hopped on the bandwagon of Aaron Rodgers is done. Get rid of Aaron Rodgers. We don't want him anymore. Never hopped on that bandwagon. I uh, I think he's still a stud. He's a two-time back-to-back MVP. Um, I think this team this team has a chance, man. I mean, in the NFC, there's a chance. They can make it. So in the grand scheme of things, they're really, I mean, they're behind the Vikings at eight and one. But then, you know, besides that, I mean, they're pretty much on par with most of the other Eagles are eight and one. I don't want to talk about the loss yesterday, but Giants seven and two, Cowboys six and three. Everybody else is four and six, five and four, five and five, like around their four and six record. So they have a chance. They can make it. There weirder things have happened, right? I mean, they just got to get into the dance. That's it. Anything can happen in the playoffs. And we've seen Aaron Rodgers have iffy, iffy regular seasons in. Ball out the playoff games. Yeah, we'll see. It just comes down to the matchup, doesn't it? The matchup uh, for for them uh, in the playoffs. But 
I was happy for them to get the win. Um, I don't have much to say about the uh, the game. Uh, you kind of already covered it. I just think Ooh. Dak Prescott, man. What what are you ooing? Who do you do? You think Pollard's taking over Zeke's job? I sure as hell hope not, because I have <laughs> Zeke in fantasy. Me too. <laughs> so he doesn't know that uh, though. Look, I don't. I haven't watched them close enough to know if Tony Pollard is really better than Ezekiel Elliott. But we have to remember who Ezekiel Elliott is, man. Ezekiel Elliott is a stud. That guy can play. And up until about two years ago, I would say, when he went out to Cabo and he gained all that weight and everything, hasn't really looked the same really since probably Jason Garrett left. Um, Whether that be just the coaching and the scheme, but this guy's a stud if you utilize him the right way. And I, I'm not sure if it's on the the personal side of him that you know there's been some lackluster preparation or uh, a consistency, whatever it is. But at this point, I would not be surprised if Tony Pollard took over the spot for Zeke uh, based on the production numbers. I'm just surprised that the the utilization of Zeke has gone so downhill since Mike McCarthy. Let me grab a battery for this camera. It's really messing with me. I think that the runs that the the downs that they run makes a huge difference in the production numbers because we do see Pollard get huge yards, but it tends to be on third downs or second downs maybe when when the team is kind of expecting more of a pass. And Zeke tends to run that first down whenever they there's stuff in the box. And I mean, we still see Zeke get get pretty big yards on on a lot of runs but man dude just Pollard looks pretty explosive on those third downs where he gets huge yards yeah he gets just that bell cow though Zeke I don't know I I just don't see them getting rid of like putting putting Zeke as a second well I mean if we remember you know, a majority of these, these I feel like, really good teams that make it deep, um, that don't have a Patrick Mahomes or an Aaron Rodgers, um, even, I mean, Tom Brady falls in this category too. They have two running backs that are really strong. I mean, last year it was, uh, or with a Super Bowl run for Tom Brady, Ronald Jones, and uh, Lenny. And we saw, you know, when the, the 49ers made their run, they had the three-headed monster. You know, Green Bay is A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. I mean, there's a lot of these good teams that have two-headed monsters at the, the running back position. The issue is, like, there has to be a number one. And I, unlike the Cowboys organization, believe that, you know, less controversy is better. However, the Cowboys organization believes that they poke the bear over and over and over again with controversy that... Something good will happen, but instead, no, it doesn't. Um, I mean, think about this. We were looking at, you know, we're going to start this discussion now. And I, and I half believe it's the mainstream media wanting to push, you know, a, a, a you know Cowboys agenda because they're America's team, man. Like they, the marketing and everything. So half of me just believes that they keep them in the news for for different reasons like this. But we went through the whole like Cooper Cush, Cooper Rush, like actually really was considered by some analysts should be the start over Dak Prescott. 
Like people who get paid to talk about sports legitimately said Cooper Rush was better than Dak Prescott. Like that's where we're at with that. Now, whether you believe, honestly, I just believe that that was just, you know, producer telling them what to say and their puppets. I mean, it has to be. There's the only reason, because if you've ever watched football, you know, Dak Prescott is, he he's a, he's a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback, a franchise quarterback. Cooper Rush is a backup, but I think we're going to go through the same thing here with Tony Pollard and Zeke, but I think it's, 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 you know, Zeke, Zeke is, I mean, he's got some miles on him. But he's he's still a stud, dude. Still a stud. Was he drafted 14? I think he was drafted. No, he's drafted like 16, 15, 16, maybe. I'll yeah, check real quick. Um 2016. He joined 2016. He was he was with the, the Cowboys. So drafted, yeah. Um fourth in 2016. I mean, it's six years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 27. I mean, he's probably got another couple years. Good years. I mean, we know that they don't really get a lot of, you know, good years in them. I just feel like if you utilize them the right way, dude, this team, this Cowboys team, it pisses me off because they have all the pieces, right? Like they have everything you could possibly ever want. I mean, they've got the fans, the stadium, the owner, they'll spend whatever amount of money to get whoever there. You got the receiving core. You've got two running backs that are fighting and they're both great running backs. You've got a good quarterback in Dak. You've got the best defensive player. I'm comfortable saying that this year. Micah Parsons is most likely the best defensive player in the league right now. Um, you've got, I mean, on top of that, you've had other people. I mean, people forget about Leighton Vander Esch or other players like that on the defensive side. They got a good defense. They can't win. Yeah, they got Six and three. Yeah, so they, they, yeah, they're pretty stacked. But dude, you really like oh so we saw the Gallup thing, you know, get Gallup went down for a bit. You think they should pick up OBJ? Um, you know, I, I don't see, um, hmm, should they pick up Odell Beckham Jr.? Um, and I do want to talk about his Nike thing, because that's kind of interesting. Um, should the Cowboys pick up Odell Beckham Jr.? Ooh, uh, I'm going to say no, because I'm going to lean on the statement I just made about how less controversy is better in their sake. Uh, but I would not be surprised if they did because they seem to believe that more controversy in the building breeds competition, breeds winning, breeds excellence, whatever. But I just, I don't, I, I, I'm not on that wavelength with Jerry. I don't, I don't think bringing in more competition brings out the best in people. I think saying, hey, you know, if you get injured or if you have a bad season or if you, I mean, the the natural pressures of the NFL is enough for somebody to be like, okay, I'm going to play my best. But then you hire a coach who truly brings out your best. But I don't think like in this Tony Pollard, Zeke situation that Tony Pollard is going to bring the best out of Zeke because he's pushing him harder. I don't think so. I think Zeke already pushes himself Probably and he not. just requires coaching or scheme or whatever else to really get the best out of him. I don't think another player at this level does that. So bringing in OBJ to, you know, to like build your wide receiver core, like, you know, stir up something in the wire. Like, no, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I think it's, you know, first of all, a, it takes away targets from CD land, which would piss me off. Uh, and you got Gallup and Schultz. So you said Gallup went down. So, I don't know. They've they got the kid Turpin that came, I think, out of the the what's it called? Uh, the yeah, XFL. XFL. 
and he can I mean they haven't really given him much of a chance so I don't hate it I don't hate them getting OBJ but I don't know if I was a Cowboys fan I would want I would want them to get OBJ sure granted grant okay yeah you have a point with the the media stuff and yeah it may be a negative for that but X's and O's it would be great for them because I really I'm I'm adamant about cd lamb not being a one if you have somebody mm. pulling coverage cd lamb is a good receiver when he's not getting double team or scheme for bro he's he's not he's not somebody like i mean amari cooper you had that double team but amari cooper's still going to be that dog where he runs routes really well and he's going to get open you have cooper cup who, who got injured he's going to be open cd lamb is not going to be open and he's not going to make super hard contested catches you have somebody like OBJ who just his name is going to draw one of your defenders. And it's not going to be one of your low defenders. It's going to be one of your top defenders that has to at least put attention to OBJ. It's going to open up the offense a lot more. I don't hate that. I mean, I, I agree with you for the most part. I think, I think CD is a number one. Excuse me. Um, I think he is a number one. I think you're 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 using number one in place of star. I don't think he's a star receiver. I don't think he's you know one of the best receivers in this league. Um, I don't think he's a guy that you can throw it to no matter what he's going to catch it. I don't think he's Devontae Adams. I don't think he's Tyreek. I don't think he's Cooper Jefferson. Cup, um, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs. Like, yeah, Jamar Chase. Like, I mean, he's he's probably be- he's he's definitely below all those guys. But I mean, he's like, I mean, he's he's better than the, I don't know. I think he's better than Jalen Waddle. Um, so I, you don't think he's better than Jalen Waddle? I don't. I'd rather have Jalen Waddle than than. In his position right here, Jalen Waddle number one. Because if you put C.D. Lamb instead of Jalen Waddle on the Dolphins, I think C.D. Lamb probably does better than Jalen Waddle. I don't. <sighs> Jalen Waddle has. I mean, granted, he doesn't have the best hands. Good route speed. CD Lamb doesn't have the speed you know, Jalen Waddle has. Sure, sure. Um, but I'd rather have a receiver who can catch the ball. Uh, okay, Jalen Waddle's one. Um, let me think of another receiver. Like, okay, I'd rather have him. I'd rather have him than Chase Claypool. Absolutely. I mean, okay. So, or like Darnell Mooney, like any of those Bears receivers. Um, you know, I think I'd probably rather have him than Adam Thielen. I like him more than Adam Thielen. Uh, see, but Adam Thielen ain't, ain't but see, the, the Jalen Waddle, the Adam Thielen, and the CD Lamb, they're all in that like almost like if we were to do tiers, like the second tier below the Jeffersons and the Cups and the Devontae Adams and whoever else you want to say, Tyreek. Um, they're like in that tier below. So I see where your where your head's at on how he's not. Maybe a star. I think he's a good number one, though. In this this offense, I think so. I think if they if they utilize their tight end as well as they did in this past game, or in the, yeah, in this past game, um, I don't I don't see why you know CD can't be successful. Especially if they bring in OBJ, dude, you're gonna be saying a different thing in about you know however many months it would take, but you'll be saying something different about CD. Yeah, because you'll see, like you're saying, it start to the the defenders start to peel off for OBJ more, and the schemes will be different. And 
he'll be open more. Um, but it'll just depend on Dak at that point, dude. If they bring in OBJ, man, and they don't and they don't make it to let's say the championship round. I mean, what does that say about Dak? I mean, who do you really? If, I mean, if they don't fire Mike, what are they going to do about Dak? I mean, this is this is going to be real interesting come the end of the year for the Cowboys because there's really not a lot of excuses. Like people get really really excited about the Cowboys, and I'm sitting back just saying, hey. Who are we going to blame at the end of the season when y'all lose? Because we all know they're going to lose because they lose <laughs> games like this. Yeah. Packers lost five straight games. Those players don't want to play. They don't want to. They're, they're, they're so miserable. And the Cowboys needed this. They go to 7-2 and two if they win this. That's huge. Especially with the Eagles losing last night. That's massive. They can't win these games. And these games... This is playoffs right here. This is the playoff kind of game. This is the game you got to win to show that you can win the playoffs. They can't win in the playoffs. Uh, but happy for for Aaron. I mean, obviously, I think he's, you know, he plays on Thursday. I watched him on Pat McAfee today, recording Tuesday. So, um, you know, he was obviously ecstatic and talked about Christian uh, Watson. Yeah, Watson. Um, I was happy for him. You know, big fan of that. Um Anything else you got on that? On the Packers or the, the Cowboys? We talked about Saturday. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this this Commanders game um, yesterday. I do want to talk a little bit about it because I want to be that guy. Uh, is it okay if I be that guy? I want to be that guy. Dude, how do you miss a face mask call like that? Like that is they showed the replay. There is there's two refs staring directly at him. How do you miss that call? And there was another one. I can't remember what it was, but there was another call. I'm like, how do you miss these calls? That's an interference. Uh, I think so. There was one, and I heard this just like through whoever was talking about it. Um, but there was they missed a call. They the the Bills they called a penalty on the Vikings when the Bills had 12 men on the field yeah, this past weekend. The refs have been miserable to watch. I mean, it's been horrific. And there's no excuses at this point. So I don't know if the face mask would have negated the fumble. I think it would have. Um, I'm not sure. But we just weren't meant to win that game yesterday dude that was just like i the more i watched it the more i just realized like we just weren't meant to win that game how do you feel about the heineke taking a knee and, and... dude that was really weird by uh what's his name graham um because he's holding off if, if you're if you're watching it even live live it didn't seem like he was trying to go for him he's once he saw that he was going down you kind of see his shoulders like pull back and he's trying to slow down i like i just i think that's situational football man like you you sit back and you look at it i mean obviously he's going to take the knee obviously you know they're in a position at that point to reduce the clock all the way down as far as they could um and then you know he makes that mistake and they get a first down and the game's over so i i was pissed that we made that mental mental error but like i said that there's some games that i just watched that i just know 
you know, we're not meant to win this game. Like it's just, it's just not in the cards for us for whatever reason, you know, like the, you know, the AJ Brown throw where it's, I mean, it's pretty much about as perfect as you can get right in the breadbasket over the right shoulder streaking down the left sideline. I mean, it's, it's pretty much perfect. You got two defenders draped on you, but the fact that it goes into his hands and then in that moment, the receiver somehow ends up with possession of it through that, that those are those like 50 fifties that, you know, like, okay, if you don't, if I don't get that, like, obviously the ball's not flying our way or not falling or flipping our way, whatever you want to say. So I was prepared for it. I just knew because I have some friends that it's like two years ago, we lost the opening game to the Washington football team when they first called themselves the football team. Um, and I was so embarrassed and I had some friends there and they made fun of me because we lost and I open up my phone after we lose again to the Washington football team. And uh, there they are. The text messages of, hey, you know, so-and-so, yada, yada, all this just shit talk. And I just thought to myself, like, anybody but the Washington fucking football team. Like, lose to any, the Cowboys. I don't care. Just not the Washington football team. They were dominating. They were, man. They were. Um, I don't, I don't want to have the conversation of is Taylor Heineke, you know, worthy of being a starting quarterback in the, no, 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 he's not. At least Gary Terry came back this game. Dude, they needed him. God, did they need him. You made me lose my week on um, two fans league. Bro, this is the other thing that really pissed me off is in the gridiron league, the money league that David and I play in, I was playing Topher. Topher is six and three. I'm three and six. I needed this win. I really needed it. And a lot of these losses I've had, again, I'm going to be that guy. It was just like, you know, um, somebody being injured and I didn't replace them or, you know, bye week or uh, something like that, you know, just didn't have a player. Like this this past week, it was, I had Zeke in my lineup until the 3 p.m. window. Gets announced he's not in. So I put in Malik Davis, who is the backup to Tony Pollard because there's nobody else. Um, all my players are on the bench by week or already played or whatever. So I was sitting there. I was, God, I don't know, nine or 10 points behind, maybe 12. Now the Eagles defense playing the Washington football team, Washington commanders, respectfully. Um, I thought easy. Oh my God, this is easy. Sounds like, like there's no, no way. I think they put up like 28 points the last time they played. It's like, this is easy. They're on a streak. Like 18, 20, 22, 18, 20, like something like that. Like, this is easy. Easy dub. And I was already texting Topher. I was like, get ready. Like, shitting on you. Defense is the worst one to wait on at the very end because you're just like hoping to God that they don't score. (laughs) And I've never cheered so hard for a pick in my life than the late game, the fourth quarter interception that we had. Uh, my God, I was so hype and I checked. I was still like two points down or whatever. I was like, fuck, okay. And then they, I mean, they run up the score 32 fucking points on the Eagles defense. I don't know what they're ranked, but they got to be in the top five of defenses and they allowed 32 points against the commanders. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I picked up Justin Fields off the waiver wire. My man's put up 41 points. 41 points. Cooper Cup, one point. One and he he's got out. injured. He's out for like a month or two. Yeah. Dude, just, I got Justin Fields in every one of my leagues. Yeah, 
he's great. But yeah, to say the least, it was a double whammy for me because I was really hoping that the Eagles would win and then I would win at fantasy. I'd feel a lot better about today, but I'm just glad David isn't here to rub it in. Um, I'm also glad that we haven't done the confidence pool in a couple of weeks because I see yeah, we would have lost. Yeah, we would have lost this one. Um, other than that, dude. Oh, we have the the World Cup. Let's let's talk World Cup because I I'm excited for this. This is going to be something I hope we we get to talk a lot about uh, in the coming weeks. Um, it runs until December 18th, yeah. which is great. Uh, but it starts Sunday, this coming Sunday. So set your calendars. Uh, United States plays Monday, November 21st Wales. at one. Uh, Central Time. So set your calendars. We play the, we play Wales, which is Gareth Bale, and that's awesome. Um, dude, I'm so proud you know that. Oh yeah, dude. I know my soccer. I'm about to impress the shit out of you. If you dude, I, I I'm hyped now. Yeah, dude. I know my soccer. Okay. I used soccer. to play I played FIFA like fourteen and fifteen, like religiously. Let's every go, day, bro. all the time, did the ultimate team, spent the money on the ultimate team packs. So I knew all of the players back then. I, I stopped doing it after like 14 and 15, which two fans, if you don't know, that's, that's technically 2013 and 2014. So it's eight years ago. Um, so I haven't, I haven't really kept up. I've played some FIFA, but that's really been my like, and then I'll watch, I do watch club games, um, but international is just a different animal. Yeah. Uh, but I'm very excited. I don't have a prediction, but I'm curious for to hear what you have to say about the group stages coming up. So, I mean, the the main ones that so of course USA. I mean, group B is pretty hard. That's the, that's the group that USA is in. They have England, Iran, them and Wales. Wales is a pretty fucking hard team. Uh I see England topping that 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 group. Mm. The way United States have been coached lately, it's going to be very hard to beat Wales. Do we have a legitimate chance this year of like being, oh, getting out of the group stage? Of being like anything, yeah. Man, there's 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 too many good teams for like it would really be a Cinderella story if, if uh United States. So if go. you were to put like a fuck it bet down in Vegas, would it be like a ten dollar bet or would it be like a hundred dollar bet or for them to win it all? No, just like let's set let's set a standard. What would be what would what would you say is like the gold standard for what you would expect? Just get out of Group B. Get out of Group B. Yeah. So how many games do they have to win in order to do that? Uh, I think two would be the to get out. So they have to win two games. Yeah, two, and then I think the the right two teams have to lose two. So like, let's say United States beats a uh, England, but England beats Iran and Wales, and then it's kind of tied up. You know, then England would get knocked down. But okay, nice. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really I, hoping to get out of it. Well, we have what's his fanny Pol Polsic, well, right? It. He's really good. United States has his decent team. They just haven't been coached very well. They've been playing shit in these past like little games. They've been playing. Are you a yes a USA fan, or are you a fan of a different? No, I'm different... a USA fan. Okay, because I didn't know if there was like another team that you're like. I really like Serbia or something like that. No, nah, um, I mean there's other teams that I really, really do like. But is Chicharito still playing for Mexico? Okay, so, so this is pretty cool about, like, Mexico. Mexico has, like, huge controversies about their players right now because Chicharito ain't playing. And there's there's other players that are, like, really good. Like, Carlos Vela plays for LAFC. He, he hasn't played for the, the Mexico national team in years. 
and this those are like the like forwards in Mexican soccer. Vela used to play for Arsenal. He used to be legit. Could have been one of their best forwards like of all time, but bad coaching and shit like that. And they're not going. There's a lot of politics in the Mexico team. That like what? Just like that, like players, the coaching. The 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 good thing is that they're in. A, Why wouldn't they want to play? It's just like they're not they getting won't. asked to play. Oh, yeah, interesting. Okay, yeah, just politics, and, it, and it's funny because <laughs> there's a bunch of videos of uh of people handing uh chicharito like shirts, like Mexico shirts to sign, and he'll just drop them, or they're like really. Yeah, they're like, Chicharito, don't let us die out here by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, nah, bro. But, I mean, their grouping ain't too bad. Argentina, of course, is coming out of that. They got Saudi Arabia and Poland. Uh, so, I mean, I don't, I don't see them not coming out with Argentina on that one. So, if there was a team that you're watching, what is that team? Of course, France. Okay, yeah, France, obviously. Yeah, with Mbappe. Yeah, uh, Benzema. Benzema's the... The winner of the Ballon d'Or, goaded, took his, he? uh, yeah, he, he took his, uh, to the ceremony, he took his current girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend. No shit. Yeah, goaded, bro. It's fucking, fucking How did awesome. he get that to fly with the current one? That's crazy. Insane. I mean, of course, we're watching Portugal and, and Argentina just because it may be their last, their last dance at the World Cups. You think so? You think that this might be yeah. Messi and Ronaldo's last time? Yeah. How old is Messi? 35. Yeah. Ronaldo? About 37. 37. Yeah. God, he is in incredible shape for 37. Oh <laughs> it's my re- God. It's ridiculous, dude. This man's 37 years old. He's got a fucking eight pack. Dude, it's, it's insane. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's going to be the last rendezvous, so. I really Ooh. hope. Um,. You know they do well. I think that would be. I think that would be cool. Obviously, I'm rooting for the U.S. I think the U.S. would be. You know, it w- it would be great if the U.S. started winning in soccer because I really do believe if if our best athletes were to compete in soccer, I think we would. That I'm would not. I'm not going to say we would dominate, but we would annihilate the rest of the world in soccer if we had our best athletes on the pitch. So. It's kind of a like complicated conversation just because so for our the way we develop is completely different than the way other countries develop. So for us it's super club based, which is be tall, be fast. So if you watch games like the MLS, they're super wing dominant. They don't have the best ball control. It's just wing play. Run on the sideline, run fast, and center the ball, somebody tall is gonna header it in. Then you see somebody like the Spain, uh, B- uh, German leagues, they, their ball control is insane. Where now you're playing tactical, now you're passing the ball around. I mean, yeah, you're going to have speed players. I mean, Mbappe's fast as fuck. But now it's way more tactical. And they develop that way. They're insane touch, great shooting. They're way more skilled. Now, I don't think we'll, we'll catch up just because of like the way we develop. That our development would have to change completely, and ours is super money based. It's not theirs is really skill based. They'll get somebody that's really good, put them in the like the Barcelona club, take them out. You know, hey, this guy's really good. All right, we're gonna sign them. Let's move them over here to Spain. Let's move them to England. Let's move them here. 
here's pay oh, to play just develop yeah yeah and then develop them here's pay to play if you don't got money you're not playing you don't know how many like really good soccer players are here just playing around in sunday leagues that you know they're not going to play club soccer because you know they're not going to play it have you come across them absolutely dude uh whenever i was in high school we played against the the dynamo uh club team mm. it was we were 16 and we played against the u16 we were beating them like 4-0 and then they put in their u18 players and that's whenever they started like beating on us Damn. they're 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 club soccers they're, they're not they're not the greatest dude it's just huh. legit you have to pay to play and that's, that's not gonna get us anywhere but hey, i digress capitalism absolutely Although um, I do really like England, I do too. We've got Harry Kane. Um, I think it's going to be cool, man. I got really excited uh, for the last World Cup. I think it was twenty. What was the last one? Six years ago. Yeah, I think it was twenty sixteen, wasn't it? I think so. Twenty eighteen. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty eighteen. That was yep. That was Mbappe's. Oh, the, the, yeah, is coming out party, and the, yeah. do they still have Pogba? Does Pogba still play for for France? Yeah, I don't oh, know if they're, if they're if they're taking. I'm pretty sure they will. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, so this this group stage though is going to wrap up pretty quick. It looks like it's going to be uh, starting on Sunday. It's going to run through next week and the week after, um, and that's it. It ends uh, December second. December third starts the round of sixteen, so I'm fucking excited, man! Like that's a lot of soccer, dude. It's it's great, dude. I'm just gonna run it on my television nonstop and watch it. I I love the World Cup. I think it's so cool. Uh, it's kind of like the Olympics, but I think I kind of like the World Cup more than I like the Olympics because the Olympics, I just feel like it, it it's it's so spread out, man. Like they they've got so many things going on in the Olympics. You. You kind of like my dumbass ADD brain can't keep up and be like, oh, you know, I want to watch this or I want to watch this at 2 p.m. and this at 4 p.m. and this is 6 p.m. And it's just like with soccer, it's like, okay, these are your three games for today. Watch these games. I'm like yeah. that, I can do that. <laughs> that's is, easy. So, is there, any, is there any team that's not like the super popular teams that, that you like? Let's say, I guess, a Cinderella. Um, any teams that are super popular that <laughs> I, mean, I that aren't, like, that aren't super aren't. popular. Um, uh, I mean, obviously, like Argentina, I think Argentina is probably yeah. my favorite team. Um, I like Belgium too. Yeah, me too. I like Belgium because they've got what's his fanny? Uh, shit, what? Uh, Eden Hazard and Courtois. No, it's um, fuck, he's a midfielder. What is his name? Oh, it's gonna piss me off. It's like Ke- Kevin De Bruyne. That's who it is, Kevin yeah. De Bruyne. Um, I like Kevin De Bruyne. Um, Uruguay has got a. Is it? Uh, who is it? Is it uh, Cavani? I like Cavani. They also have Luis Suarez. Um, yeah. So I'd say Argentina. Like I haven't really. I'm not really into it. Um, especially not internationally. Even club level, I just like. I'll watch it like once a weekend. Maybe I'll throw in like like 10 minutes or 15 minutes of a game or whatever it is you know it's my my hidden my hidden favorite league what the russian league russian league yeah zenit bro they used to have a brazilian player named hulk well oh yeah hulk yeah so he went to zenit and dude i was a big fan 
and their games would be randomly like two o'clock in the mornings. So I started watching a lot of their games. They're so grimy that it's so fun to watch. It's not the best soccer, but it's legit. Like I'm tackling the motherfucker with the ball. They just battle, dude. It's so awesome, and it's it's cool because it's like they're 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 trying, trying. They're hustling, you know. It's pretty. Russian soccer is fire, dude. Russian everything is fire. That's what it's we'll fire. say to the to the to the airwaves. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's been we're we're gonna be so this will post uh, most likely today, Tuesday. I'll try and get this out. But two fans, bear with us. We are gonna be at a rehearsal dinner for Thursday. Um, so we most likely won't get an episode out then. Um, and then David's getting married, so congratulations to him if you're on. Twitter, or if you have his personal contact, just remember he gets married on Friday. So either don't bother him or text him congratulations. Uh, and hopefully, I'm not sure what their honeymoon plans or anything like that are, but hopefully by the f- next week or maybe the week after, we can be back to normal and back on our regular routine. Of course, we enter into holiday, um, but we'll uh, we'll come back bigger and stronger. We, uh, we We take these breaks off and we never forget what it's like to sit on here and just chat. It's uh, it's always fun. I'm just grateful I have you, man. Because I remember there was one time that David had to tap out early, and there was like 15 minutes or so where it's just me. I ran a solo <laughs> podcast for like 10 minutes, bro. I just talked to myself. I was pretty good at it. I do it. I do it a lot, a lot during the day. So I just kind of ran with it. Uh, but I certainly miss David, and I'm glad you're here. So you know we can we can bounce ideas off each other and chat a little bit. Uh, but that's that's everything I got, dude. Is there anything that we missed that you wanted to discuss? I feel like we covered all the major. Topics have been going on. Um, obviously, not going to talk Tom Brady and Giselle. Don't really. I mean, I think we mentioned yeah. that. Um, Broncos are tanking. Uh, oh, how about Justin Jefferson? Is that is that the best catch of the year right there? That catch? Yeah, absolutely. No, no debate. I watched the. I watched that game. I watched the Stephon Diggs catch the drive before, and then that Justin Jefferson catch. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. The way he held the ball while while he was on the ground. Anybody else would have dropped it. Insane. See that? I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Dude, Justin Jefferson is a dog. dog. Yeah, that's it, bro. That guy can play. He might be the best receiver in the league. Did you see? Uh, I mean, granted, it's a different game, but within the first three seasons, he has more uh, yards than Jerry Rice did in the first three seasons of his career. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, different, different game. League. Different, different game. game. Different game. Absolutely. <laughs> It's like saying, you know, Steph Curry has more three-pointers than Michael Jordan. It's like, no shit. <laughs> Did you put up your Christmas uh, I like lights? That, I, like, I like where your head's at. I like where your head's at. Did you put um, up your Christmas lights? It's Christmas time already, dude. No, I have not. So Christmas I'm going to put my tree up after uh, Thanksgiving. Like, when I get back, I'll do it. Be I right, walked around my neighborhood. I put it on my Snapchat. Um, this was November 1st or 2nd. Very put it on my Snapchat saying, is it too early? I'm not a Grinch. Is it too early for lights? And I had honestly a 50-50 split. I had about like, you know, 20-something responses. And it was pretty much a 50-50 split from people on whether or not it was too early or not early in November to put your lights up. I don't hate it. I just think it's kind of funny because I walked past a house with a tree. I'm ignoring you with a tree in it. And then the next house next to it had like it's uh, fall, like pumpkins and whatever, like welcome. (laughs) I was just like, okay, we got Halloween. We got Christmas. Or I guess it's not Halloween. That's just fall because you take down all your Halloween stuff. So it's like, you know, Thanksgiving ish, like fall, and then you have Christmas. So 
I don't hate it, but I'm not putting my tree up yet. That's for sure. I don't want to deal with that yet. Plus, I got I got a cat now, dude. I have no idea how that man's going to react when I start putting shit on trees. And He's going to be a tree topper. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope not, dude. He is uh, that little rascal. He will find things and play with them in the middle of the night. Found the other night, he was two three in the morning he was playing with some like little itty bitty like stick and it turns out it was from a flower pot in the other room he had pulled out a piece of mulch he's like carrying it around with him like a little cigar he was playing with it like two in the morning I'm like what are you what are you doing throw that away um so justin jefferson though dude dog uh still think the bills are one of the best teams in the league um baker merrifield is done did you see the video of him a defensive lineman He's now playing exactly. D line for the Panthers. Oh, my favorite tweet of the weekend was him holding a board, and it was like, "This is great form. He's gonna make a great, <laughs> great waiter at Applebee's." Oh god, oh, that's great form. Yeah, anyway. That's funny. Um, yeah, that's not like that. Baker, uh, hard knocks for the Cardinals started. Damn I'm just right. totally like unloading my brain right now, trying to remember everything that's happened in the last like two and a half weeks, sports wise. Uh, I watched the first episode or the Hard Knocks. Meh, meh, meh. Um, yeah, that's is that everything? Did I did I get everything out? I think that's everything. <laughs> to fans, you know where to find us at Slice Devils Pod at Slice Devils Podcast. Uh, we come to you every Tuesday and Thursday, except for this week and last week. Uh, but we will be back every Tuesday and Thursday after David gets hitched. I uh, wish him luck if you know him well. Um, otherwise, we will see you next time. Did I say luck? I said wish.